0: I knew his holiness Bob Schnuda as, as a human being mm. as a, a person I remember on the 6th of October in the evening we have our regular meetings and they reached to him the, that's Ambassador Moyle also is skilled. Mm. And he gave a long speech about Ambassamweed and his contribution to the service, to the church and his, his relationship, and he whipped quite wow. uh, in this in this night.
1: Welcome to Coffee with Bishop Suriel, a podcast for all things Coptic. This is a conversation about authentic Christian faith, Coptic history, patristic writings, the family, arts and music religious education, youth matters, evangelism, and much more. Bishop Suriel likes his coffee like he likes his conversation. Light, sweet, and scorching. We'll be joined by an array of guests who'll share their experiences, their backgrounds and their insights to bring about an exciting discussion. And we hope you agree. Enjoy the podcast and please welcome our host, Bishop Suriel. As we're celebrating an amazing milestone in the history of the Coptic Church in the United States, the Silver Jubilee of Metropolitan Serapion's ministry in Los Angeles, this is part two of a four-part series. Here's His Grace and our very esteemed guest. Your Grace?
2: So could you tell us your eminence um, about an influential priest or bishop or pope or servant maybe that had an impact on your life as a teenager and in the later years, and why? Uh, the, the
0: priest is uh, Father Miyazaki. Blessed memory, he passed away. He's, uh, he's uh, my father of confession. Since I started to confess in, I think, we, late elementary school, beginning of junior high. It was a Sunday school in Aswan. They have a system at that time to encourage us to talk to confession. So they, yani help us to communicate with a priest and, and how to be trained to give confession in early in early age. So I took Abuna, Abuna Armiya uh, Zaki as my father of confession until I went to the, the monastery. And of course, yani, this affected my life because it took me from elementary school until even working as a medical doctor for three years after I finished my medical study. So this is a priest which I uh, yeah, and influenced my, my life so great. And the bishop, there are uh, uh, two. Uh, of course, my father of confession, when I went to the monastery, Ambassador Bamun, and Ambahedra. Because when Ambahedra came to Aswan, uh, as a bishop of Aswan, then, we didn't know, about any monk before. And at that time, I was in a suit studying, but the idea of going to a monastery wasn't my idea. So he helped me a lot by his experience as being a monk. And until now, until now, when I go, take his advice in many pastoral care. And he, is, it is, he guided me uh, since 1975. And it helped me a lot in, in my, ser- in my uh, monastic life because he used to come and uh, check on me. And also when I went to serve, when uh, Bishop, uh, all, all this time, that's the bishops. Of course, the Pope is his holiness, Pope Shenouda. He's a servant, which I uh, was blessed to, uh, to accompany him and uh, many, many visits and especially the trips because the trips, which we are in ours, in the, in the plane, and as you guys know, his wholeness, uh, the, yeah, he didn't sleep in the plane. So he started to read to write or read, and then get tired, then we started to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, yeah, a good time for, for talk. And I always focus. I never touches any issues of a church not related to me. And I benefit from this time not to talk about this or that or that. I talk either something related to my service or something related to my life uh, to benefit from my life. So yeah, it was a quality time mm. and also listening. And it, it was a more time to listen. And many of the things which I know about the church uh, yeah, for modern time. I learned from His Holiness from this the stories which are telling us, Masan, about the, his, his time time of Pope Gregorys. What it, uh, in sh- church we lot about Habib Gerges. Yani, uh, many of yes. things I lot about from Habib Gerges, yani, uh, Habib Gerges, from His Holiness. He telling us about memories of of him. He telling us about what happening Masan, in the synods. Some stories. Some relationship with uh, with with the bishops. So, you know, it, it was uh, yani you know, very important uh, things for, me. and also yani. You know, of course, when I was the bishop of Dominican Social Services, I yani you know, under His Holiness directly, so always in contact, and he allowed me to live in the same residence. Yeah. So we usually meet. When I moved to be here, I used to go Egypt, and go to His Holiness and take his advice. Anyone anyway, I asked him before coming here, give me a brief about all the clergy here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so we took it name by name. Everyone got two, sens- two sentences about every piece. Listen, I wanted to say a vicar wakil battery and motoraniya. A mean he recommended for me Abul Anthony Sionan. Father Anthony Sunan. Yes, a blessed memory. And then I want to make an ecclesiastical uh, council. So he told me, this, avoid this. <laughs> 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 so, uh, when it comes to an idea, like an ecclesiastical idea, it came to my mind. So I went to his holiness, I asked him, I have this idea. He said, oh, it is okay, but with certain condition." And he mentioned to me some conditions. So, uh, I feel to consult is very important. I'm not as uh, just to uh, an idea come to my mind and just uh, implement it. I study, think of it, and also I ask. Amazon, the issue of 25th, I took years thinking of it, consulting about it, asking about it, many, many people, bishops, priests. And even I used every, because you know, we have every uh, year around 25th Then this issue come. Yes. So, and it's hard to ask. and, and,
2: and, yeah. and We'll talk about <laughs> it, your evidence <laughs> in, the, in part two of the, <laughs> yeah. of the that is just, podcast. Yeah, I mentioned yeah.
0: the influence of His Holiness and uh, to take account, you know, I need to ask Him, to ask His, his advice for many, th- many things. And it is very beneficial. A bishop needs good advice, and I was yeah, honored and blessed to find uh, His Holiness of Shinoda to give me time, uh, to find uh, Metropolitan Hydra to give me time, and also to have my father of confession, like Amba Sarabamon, to guide me spiritually.
2: I think you know that's uh, what really makes a successful metropolitan or bishop is someone who has these uh, wise sages that can always refer back to uh, with their experience and advice uh, means that one can be assured of being on the right track definitely thank you saidna um could you tell us maybe something about um some of the uh, books that you read that had a deep impact on your life and why?
0: Uh, the book which had Im- a great impact on my life uh, was a book which was given to me when I finished my junior high school. Uh, my father, he gave me a gift, which was uh, the volume one of The Story of the Copts by Iris Habib al ah.
2: That's where your love of history began? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and the love of monastic life. Uh. At this age, I, I, I mean, because of the, this teacher of Arabic, which I mentioned, so I love literature, I love politics.
2: <laughs> you are an amazing <laughs> analyst of politics, your evidence.
0: <laughs> and then I read this book and was very impressed about the chapter of St. Asanasius, because uh, a recent Masri is not just any yani, historian, but it's more emotional. Yani, she, like, uh, she love, Of course, deeply loves the church, yeah. speak about the church, like a someone who speaks about his mother, yeah. or her mother. But uh, yeah, a history with emotion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which was good for us at this young age. I, I read the story of St. Asanasius, this emotion. I read it, several times, not just. But what impressed me in this story, how this great person with great mentality to be very proud to go and t- t- learn from St. Anthony and say, I'm proud to pour a water in his hands because he was at the end of the day to come together to eat, yeah. So t- this is, draw my attention at this age about the importance of the monastic life. Mm. Uh, and from then, it's a shift of my life. And this shift is helped. And when I, in the first year of, this, of, the, junior, of the high school, uh, they uh, they took us as a class for servant preparation. And at this year, they took all the class of the, because it was limited number, to all of us for prepare for the service. And this has give me a direction uh, more in, uh, in the religious, yani, yani, and we didn't live a life which about in the religious life. We always be in the church, uh, family very conservative. Uh, Never the intellectual interest to move from literature to politics. At that time, I, I liked John Kennedy, and there was uh, a magazine come called The Life in America. So we know about what's in America. So you know, uh, even I still remember the full name of John, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Mm. Uh, of course, the story of uh, yeah, his assassination. And uh, so this is this interest in politics. And he started to move to more interest in the monastic life, to more interest in in, in the theological uh, Studied and of course, but still was the love of medicine in my. life. in my So, this yeah. is the book which I felt you know, like, changed direction. There's yeah. many books after that uh, have a great influence on me, especially the reading of. It. And first, I was interested in the history, and then I moved into theology. My love to Sanasius and then San for the reading. When I give, when I want to give myself a break. I read
2: to Saint Gregory the Theologian. Yeah. <laughs> so, which brings me to my next question, Your Eminence, is when did you actually begin thinking seriously about monastic life?
0: And this time, when I was in the high school, in the high school, but we we don't know. We, we, I haven't seen any monk before. I haven't visited, I didn't visit any monastery. The only monastery was the ruin of a monastery in Itfo, which was just to go, the old church there. And then uh, in 1972, it was a trip. This is a turning point fit in my life also regarding the side to go to a monastery. When we organized a trip of 16 persons all men from Aswan to go to visit the monastery of Wadi al mm. At that time, I was very interested and very attached to the writing of Abu Namat al Mesqui. Mm. Even we have uh, on the wall, magazine on the wall, just writing it. Right. Uh, and I could a section from the writing of Abu Namat al ah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I ordered this trip because it including San Macarius yes.
2: <laughs> and was he at the monastery yes, at the time because ah.
0: they moved in in nineteen seventy yeah but we went firstly in in Ambabishoy Ambbabshoi monastery was small, still poor, but very generous, so they hosted us, so it was our base in Ambabishoy, and we go El Suryan, we go El Baramos. And then we moved to go to Abu Ma'ar, the last trip. And this trip, of course, it it was like a final thing, uh, just as this is my way to to go to the monastery. Firstly, I was planning after I finished my study, and I, that time was in the medical school, and I finished to go to Abu Ma'ar. And something happened, <laughs> and... Uh, and I knew more ambassador Bamon, and uh, that's why I shifted to uh, Amba Pishoi Monastery. All when I right. come to the monastic life, we can if there is yeah. to speak
2: about it. Yeah. Yes, because that that was my next question: is why why Saint Pishoi Monastery in particular?
0: Yeah, uh, I I went to Amba uh, Monastery, uh, and actually I used to go there when I was in Asyut. And because they coming from long distance, they, they allow us in the Holy Week to continue and spend the feast there. Because everybody has to leave by uh, bright Saturday. So it was also me a chance to, to be in the monastery it was very, very quiet. But what concerned me about the monastery, the language they speak, that is they are the best monastery and the, the the criticism which I hear about the other monasteries. Mm. And also yani, one year I sent to the father there, I want to come the holy week. He told me no, this year is no visitors, but then after her I accepted some visitors. This small things, give me a little bit uh, a yani red flag. Mm.
2: So
0: it was a, a little bit elitist in a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is yeah, maybe a, a more sensitive. But on the other hand, when Ambahedra directed me to Ambassador Abamon, so when I went to, Amba, I, I saw Ambassador Abamon, he was a still mon- a monk, not bishops, in seventy-two, the And then after that, when I went and I asked him questions. I told him, uh, "I am interested to be a monk, to go to the monastery, and but I haven't choose a monastery. I visit Amba I visit El Baramos, I come here. What's your advice?" And you visit all are the places of God. The place when you feel peace and comfort, this is the place which I mm. choose to wait So to give it another tone, another way of thinking. Right. he didn't say why you are going to Amba yeah. Don't yeah. go to this place. Uh this place is so und- Never said that, something mm-hmm. like this, about the monastery. He just tell but I felt peace and comfort. And I, I I read before in my reading when Amba Beeman of Malawi, memory, he said that is if you find the right father of confession, then you achieve more than half the way to the kingdom. Yeah. For, for me, monastic life is not the monastery. It is the father. Yani I was interested in Amba Ma'ag because of Buna so I, I, I came interested in Amba Bishori because of Amba Sarabha not because of the monastery. Yeah. I didn't know what's going on in the monastery. This is, is not, not, not something that to me. And even when the first day when I entered the monastery to stay, one of the monks met me and told me, are you coming to stay? I said, yes. I li- this is uh, the decision which you will regret all your life. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But I have no hesitance. I'm coming here, not because what is the politics in the monastery, but becoming here because I find the right father
2: to Mm. guide me in my monastic life. And this is very clear in the writings of the monastic fathers and the sayings, and I think it's a really critical point what your eminence makes here, because you know having that strong relationship as you know in the desert fathers they speak about that master disciple relationship and how important that is so yeah that's really wonderful can you your eminence tell us a little bit about your time in the monastery in general when did you actually enter into the monastery and what were your duties there
0: i entered the monastery in the holy week of the year 1979 uh, which i used to go Every year in the Holy Week to spend the Holy Week there, the monastery. But this year, 1979, I decided to stay, not to return back to Aswan to my work there. So uh, we, uh, yeah, I stayed with another brother who so, uh, became Ab- Abuna Yusuf, he passed away. And uh, we, uh, be an novice brothers. Uh, together because at that time there was a group who was ordained monks. Some of them they sent it to San Anthony monastery about seven and three remained in Ambabishoi. And then after that we the two remained as uh, Yani yeah, as a novice of brothers in the monastery. So this time, which is a good time Yani yeah, to work with hard work and put very hard work on us. Time I ask us to always uh, pray all the psalms and know by heart. So it was time for it's very busy to not to keep you thinking of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, my yani, I cut relationship with the family. They just came once and not more. And they are very good understanding from the family side, especially my mother. In mm-hmm. the time, my father passed away, ah. and uh, so it was a very good time. Very, yeah, uh, yani, uh, very organized monastery was very strong in the system. Ambassador abamon of course, guiding us. Uh, and then I was ordained a monk in, in August, was Father upon Yusuf
2: uh, of the same year. The same year, yeah.
0: They consider a long time at that time <laughs> 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 because usually they don't consecrate monks until a new novice comes. Ah, okay. So you have to wait right. until someone uh, to come. F- uh, it's happened, and we uh, we ordained, and, and it was a very good time for me. And, uh, this is my golden time in, in the monastery. Mm. Uh I focus on my in, in my work, different works to have, of course, and then added the medical part because there was no medical doctor mm-hmm. in the monastery, which is something I like. Yes. Yeah, because I was very hesitant. I I loved medicine, loved the monastic life. And before, I tried to find a system to have both. Right. But it didn't exist in the church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lived and in, in, I worked in, in, in a missionary hospital in Aswan called the Germania, when they have this system as a protestant. Mm. So I decided I have to sacrifice one of them. So I sacrificed medicine. But God granted me, mm. and then I, I used medicine in, in the monastery. That's why I took with me some medical books. I thought maybe it will help yes. his, his need. And there was no medical doctor in the monastery. They was a waiting to have a medical doctor in the monastery. And then happened. Uh, to be the doctor of His Holiness. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what a, a blessing. <laughs> a big thing. <laughs> and then it happened after that, just in
2: 19... So the Lord provided much more <laughs> than what you expected. Yeah. 81,
0: in 81, 1981, when the monastery closed. So you know, the, uh, I worked a doctor, a, nurse, a dentist, because His Holiness had some issues for his teeth. Yeah. And, and, wow. and the dentist just come uh, when there is a permission. So he teach me how to do if something urgent happened. and then we have a unit uh, for the den- because yes. how, how the yes. dentist work. Yeah, yeah. So we have a special unit in the, in the monastery for, for his holiness and for mm. the monks. Mm. So it helped me also to do a uh, many. Things. I, mean, I have medication so I am a I am a i'm a pharmacist i'm a nurse a medical doctor i'm a dentist <laughs> many skills have <and>
2: many talents <laughs> but just touch 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 <laughs> not <in dips. laughs> yes. which brings me to the next important question and a very important part of our modern uh, history if you could tell us a little bit about the early 1980s and the period of house arrest of uh pope you know that the third of blessed memory that i'm sure you have lots of memories yes. during that time that you were at the monastery and all of this was uh unfolding
0: yeah yeah and of course we after the decision of Sadat we we saw that the soldiers came about 400 with officers surrounded the two monastery i'm sure were was we don't know who they are coming we thought this coming temporarily because it was a referendum on the decision. They leave after the referendum, but didn't leave and continue. So it was a time when, of course, it, uh, two f- uh, different phases. The first phase is the first months. That is the time from uh, the decision until the assassination of Sadat. Completely closed. We expect the worst things to happen. But His Holiness Pope Shenouda, uh, bec- as he t- always uh, was teaching don't uh, let the difficulty to enter in you, and he shows that is how to be quiet, be joyful, and be with the monks. So we didn't feel the problem because of his presence and his uh, spirit, his spirit in in the mosque. So at this time, I used to go with with him to his cell, which is the end of the monastery. He went to his. Uh, private papers alone make screening take some papers I carry the bag with him we go and this. so maybe he thought that something will happen and he of course many private papers he don't want that is to be uh, revealed many yes of, 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 papers, course, of course of course but that is is we used to do until the 6th of October and I remember this, it was about 2 p.m. And I was, we were coming with His Holiness from his uh, cell, you know, it's the end of the monastery. We were yes. approaching the, the old monastery. Right. Then a monk came. We have a monk who was from England, and he used to listen to BBC English. Ah. <laughs> they said that something happened to the Sadat. So he came and told his holiness. I heard in the BBC and something happened in the Philadelphia.
2: Yes. During the military parade. Yes, fill parade.
0: Yeah. I remember the reaction of his holiness. The word which he said, Rabbena Yusto Al Balit. May God protect the country. Yeah. He didn't think Ah, this is the revenge of God. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't think of himself. He didn't think, but he thought about Egypt. Yes, because he know that is if this people can kill the president in, in a military parade, yeah. something will come after. Yes, and he follow until they said that is the, the 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 vice president because after the killing of the president, then the speaker to take mm. care, and then until. Right uh, the Vice President became the president, so it was following up clearly until he felt that is, uh, of course we heard about what happened in Asut and they attacked the uh, the 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 station the the, the office the of the uh, of the security the like the police yeah the headquarters police headquarters in in Am. And I also I remember on the sixth of October in the evening we have our regular meetings, and they reached to him that Ambassador also was killed, mm. and he gave a long speech about Ambassador and uh, his contribution to the service to the church and his, his relationship, and he whipped, he cried. Wow! Uh, in this in this mm. night, and he, uh, and he it was very emotional, uh, emotional uh, night, uh, which, Yani during this time we, kn- we I knew his holiness Pop little, as as a human being, mm. as a, a persons. Now, every, many people against him. He is not not, he just uh, uh, with us in the monitor. We don't know mm. next day will happen. So we are in the same boat, but we see him as a, as a person we mm. see a real personality away from all this yeah, uh, yeah. authorities and and, uh, and i learned from him on this and how what he was teaching is what he's living yeah yeah and and was a good uh yeah, a good lesson for us
2: and not easy for a patriarch to show his emotions in this way in front of his children and the monks and to cry yeah. it must have you know had a deep effect on yeah. everyone present
0: because when I u- I go with him to his cell, and we be away from the people, he's a different person. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and yeah. And he always say, but what uh, what what? Uh, and he wises people to, uh, uh, to, to let them to be worry. Mm. Uh, what 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 is it? That? This is monks. Yes. I have to show them all the joyful part. Yeah, yeah. But my problem. And I notice it when we have visits, when we have pastoral visits later on. When Masan in the plane, he's very tired. But we have a stop and we will go Masan transit and people will come to meet him. Mm. And I, I was concerned how in, his w- in this way he was so tired, what he's going to do. But when got energized, mm. talking, yeah. joking, and, and people as if they are coming fresh, uh, not coming from a trip of many hours. I
2: think he got his energy <laughs> from from his congregation because he had a great love for them and they had a great love for him as well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut yeah, you off. That, that, that's <laughs> right.
0: That's right. I agree.
2: And he, when he returned to the plane, the next trip,
0: he, he, he never yes. started. And always he say, these people are coming to Caesar, but to York for... Two hours, maybe the only hour in their life yeah, to be with him. That's true. But uh, why <laughs> I have to show them yeah, joyful time, they enjoy. And when people start to visit us when we're in the monastery, they come and crying, expected that it's a Pope in, in miserable condition because he's in the house of arrest. Mm. But he joke and talk with them, <laughs> and they
2: distribute chocolates. he returned very happy yeah yeah well i think the people needed that especially at at that time and uh, even that's very clearly reflected in his sermons and how he would be many times lighthearted and sometimes saying jokes to people and the the meetings were overflowing the cathedral was always full and people were so eager to to hear him speak and we'll have another session (laughs) your eminence to just speak about pope Shenouda the third and maybe another time on uh, bishop sarabamom because they're two amazing spiritual figures in our modern coptic era um i have one more question for your eminence at the at the end of part one or this episode um, and then we'll continue in the next episode so could you tell us a little bit about your ministry um, at the bishopric of public ecumenical uh, and social services.
0: Uh, the, the This bishopric is one of the general bishoprics, so we under uh, yeah, and his holiness directly. And I was blessed that is, uh, yeah, yeah, his holiness option allowed me to live in the same residence, so uh, give me an uh, yeah, opportunity to meet him, informally. Yeah. And during these ten years, I never have a meeting with him in his office. <laughs> Either we meet on the elevator, or we meet when taking uh, with lunch or, or dinner with, with him, because being a general bishop under the Pope, to be successful, you have to direct access, easy access, always in contact. Especially the bishop who has history when being any isolated, and also the role during the time of uh, his holiness in the monastery. So there was some sensitivity on that. And the bishopric also, while you have two major things, the ecumenical, which is the relationship with other churches, and the, the social, the development project. And the, all the project which is done by the, by the, by the bishopric is, is funded mainly by... Communical partners. You mm-hmm. have to build a relationship with them.
2: Mainly from Europe?
0: Uh, mainly from Europe, yeah. Germany, uh, uh, the Netherlands, England, also the National Council of Churches. Right. So the, uh, the Church World Service.
2: Ah, in the USA. In the
0: USA. And some Catholic organization in the USA. But mainly Europe. And of course, the coordinator is the World Council of Churches. So that's why I used to go Switzerland seven eight times a year, oh, wow. so I live between two worlds, mm. two different worlds. In Egypt, I focus on slum areas, rural areas, poor areas. So when I visit a bishop. In a diocese, I'm not going to, uh, to visit him in his uh, in his uh, the residence or his the city when here, but I go to go to visit projects in a rural area and in poor area. Yes. The same in Cairo. I don't go to Zamalek or Heliopolis, uh, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I go to Asbet where the I see this world, and, and it helped me to see the church from Alexandria mm-hmm. to Aswan at the bottom. Wow. The poor people. Then I go, travel. I see the world of Europe... <laughs> Hmm. of America <laughs> and of course the, the, the churches different churches also the many ecumenical meetings uh, which I, I involved so it helped me how to benefit from this world especially in area of, of development and to bring ideas because in, in the basic work of ecumenical social services to survive you have to have a vision because we are in, in, in a, like a market of, of, of partners and projects. Yeah. And this market is changing because uh, agencies, they change their policies. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you are not updated and if you not not able to present project to be accepted, then you will remain standstill. That's right. You will not cut everything, but you will not improve. Yes. So I felt my job is to lead the vision, and start a new project, start new ideas, and then I have staff to go the day-to-day uh, things. So I, so my staff is firstly the senior staff, these people who are the executives, which mm. have to be also uh, at a certain level, and I depend on the youth since then to have scholarship to study, for right. development, and, and and come back and 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 to lead. And I thought my role is not to be involved in the day-to-day, but I have to visit to be aware about what is going on, and then how to improve it. Mm-hmm. My involvement in the Royal Conferences Churches, especially Unit 4, which is a service a uh, uh, about the service, life and, and service, it helped me a lot to be in contact, not with the staff from this organization of the Middle East, DISC in every organization, but the CEO, the, uh. the, the, the director. Because this director, they have a meeting for the head of agencies. And I was the moderator of the commission. So it helped me in being in meeting with the heads to know about the policy. Because the staff who come to us, they impel, impel implemented the policy. But now I know the policy from the heads. Which helped me to improve <laughs> the projects uh, and and add programs to, uh, to to our uh, to our work, and of course it it was a good chance for me to know about this, the ch- the other church. what's yes. going on in, in the in the communal many trends mm. uh, all, all, all this meeting. Yes, I was focusing on my area of the kunia and the projects in this area because it's more related to my service. Yes. I didn't go more in the theological things, except in the theological dialogue. Also, yeah. I involved it in the dialogue with the Catholic, involved with the uh, Eastern Orthodox. Mm-hmm. And all this yani, helped me to see uh, yani, the world. Added to that, the trips with His Holiness Pope Shenouda. The also to see the churches outside Egypt, what's going on. Because when the Pope visit, people come with also concerns, all the problems. Just a visit to see everything there. Yeah. And it's a, the way which His Holiness is to be accessible, the way you allow people to send the questions. So every church, you have a lot of questions. The the with that, His Holiness, always care for every question. Of course, He cannot answer every question. So He gave it to us, and me, who, uh, other who are assisting Him, this question to screen them. So it gave me a chance to read all the questions. Yes. <laughs> and you know, what is, are the concerns of the people? Even when come questions against me, yeah, And sometimes people send the <laughs> message I was a send a mission to a church, and before, and people are not happy, which I did. Then the Pope coming to visit, so they send a <laughs> 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 message. <completely laughs> yeah, and one of the churches, this into his holiness we need any bishop to be involved in our church except bishop Sarai. <laughs> so i think exactly i take it to the river and give it his own love. i have to be honest yeah, yeah of course
2: of course that's part of the cross of the bishop your eminence <laughs> but say just to follow up with that with a final question for part one um when you went into some of these slum areas and these uh, areas of extreme poverty, was there something in particular that you saw that had a deep effect on you? Yes. The dedication of the
0: servant there. This is, was my motivation. I, I, it's my food was, I was sustained. Because I know yani, running the bishop because it was not easy, especially after the time Ambassador Samuel assassinated and also dealing with a partner is not an easy thing. Also, it's many administrative financial things. So when I get frustrated, when I go to see these places, and see the servant, how they are struggling to serve the people there. Yani a young girl, she also, she is poor girl, because from family, from the village. But she served, a in, in, uh, woman was in, su- in, in nursery, but with limited resources. They traveled from village to village. And yani, yani when I, I saw this dedication of, of these people, of this servant in these villages, some areas, that has give me an energy, and be energized. And see, whatever I suffered there, it worth it. Yeah. because these are people who are dedicated they are waiting yes for this help to come to, to come to them, and they work even within a very limited resources but that is Yani, uh, yani the the important things which yeah yani, i was impressed which give me also appreciate the human being mm. the human resources and uh, yani, uh, and also the dedication of the servant of the bishop and Yanni, I always yanni, was used to tell them that the real treasure of the bishopric is not the money fund. We have millions. Mm. Yeah. But the real treasure is you. Mm. The human resource. That's true. The servant. That's true. Because you bring the money. Money will not bring you.
2: Exactly. Your eminence, this has been a fascinating discussion and uh, you know the broad uh, experience and perspective that you have had in your ministry, not just... Um, locally uh, in the church in egypt but uh, more wider you know getting that experience from knowing a broader perspective of the whole church uh, around the world um, certainly has enriched i'm sure all of your ministry and you apply many of these uh, learnings and things that you have learned in your diocese here in los angeles I am sure you will agree with me that this has been a stimulating conversation and a great place to conclude part one of this podcast. And I can't wait to next week when we will look at the lessons learned from the 25-year history of his eminence in Los Angeles. I look forward to seeing all of you then.
1: Parts three and four of this stimulating conversation will continue in a few weeks, but for next week, be sure to tune in for I Love You But, The Christian Family in Times of Crisis. This will be part one of a two-part series. His Grace will be joined by two experts in the field of family dynamics who'll put everything on the table as we navigate through this thing called life. If you're part of a family, you'll wanna listen. To join the conversation, please visit our website, coffeewithbishopsuriel.org. And don't forget, after you listen, you can really help out by rating the show. Thank you for listening to Coffee with Bishop Surreal, a podcast for all things Coptic. To join the conversation, please visit our website, coffeewithbishopsuriel.org. And always remember, the best way to start any morning is with God and a cup of coffee.